0: Welcome to the top tier tactics fantasy football podcast with your hosts bud and the deer Where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier Let's get on with the episode
1: Welcome back with another episode of top tier tactics where we got the rookie draft first round we're gonna debate argue and probably leave with a couple black guys because I just saw your list. And I saw yours. I can't believe you have this list. I'm I'm going to fight you in a second. I, I don't know. Um, If you guys aren't watching us on YouTube, you can definitely find us at Top Tier Tactics at Fantasy Football. And if you find us on YouTube, you can find our podcast at Top Tier Tactics where we kind of have a uh, split on the content. I don't know which goes where, which goes the other way. So make sure to follow us on both to make sure you're all caught up on everything that we have coming out.
0: Yep. Let's do it. Let's start it off. We got some headlines. NFL headlines. Why don't we get right into the headlines? Dalvin Cook. So he wants the holdout is
1: what you're telling me.
0: So Dalvin Cook, as most people know, is there is going to be a supposed holdout. With the new CBA rules that that's not gonna work for him at all what it's gonna do is he's gonna have another year in 2021 that they are have have him as a restricted free agent so he's not gonna be able to get a lev bell deal right off the bat after he holds out for a whole year it's just it's just not gonna happen with a new cba deal and you have alexander madison behind him vikings have total control of this situation Uh, they have the upper hand in my opinion
1: yeah and even if they didn't have all the leverage Dalvin Cook hasn't even played a full year since he became into the NFL he has had torn ACL bad hamstrings he had a bad what it was bad shoulder
0: first two seasons 17 games missed I'm not saying he's talented could he be special he can but what do you have to do to be special be on the field and he's not consistently on the field. Yes, you had one really good year last year, and, and he played great. He did play great. And he still got hurt. And he still got hurt, and he he tailed off at the last couple games. He played 14 games last year. I, I don't think this is going to work out how he thinks it's going to work out. We already saw Lev Bell that went to the Jets, and, and they obviously overpaid him, and there was rumors about Adam Gase really didn't want him there. And it's understandable when you're paying them that much money. Running backs are, there's only a certain amount of running backs that are very valued. Everyone else is pretty undervalued because you can, you can find guys to plug and play.
1: Yeah, I, I would personally rather have Melvin Gordon than Dalvin Cook on my team. And I couldn't imagine the Vikings giving him that much money, if anything more. I mean, McCaffrey, his deal I felt like it was a little bit underwhelming. I don't even think Saquon will get that much money in free agency or with the Giants. I can't even fathom an NFL team paying Dolphin Cook, what is it, eight million dollars a year.
0: I mean, I could see my range, I think they they they're probably gonna try to between nine and ten million, in in my opinion. We'll see what happens, but it's gonna be hard to justify paying running backs the money that they're asking for. Melvin Gordon really pushed and it backfired. Big he, time. Chargers had way more guaranteed money offered to him than the Broncos. And, and he went with the Broncos. He lost money trying to hold out and make a statement. It didn't work. Is Dalvin Cook going to have that same thing? I think the Vikings are in the driver's seat right here, and I, I don't see an opportunity for Dalvin Cook to really push this. You, you really only had one year of consistent play. Yes, when you're on the field you you do have good stats, but i I don't see it. I really don't. I, I think this agree. is a dumb move on his part. He should come into camp, play as hard as he can, have another really good season, and get paid. I do understand that running backs aren't getting paid the way they think they should be, but running backs are dime a dozen right now uh. Not I dime mean, a dozen. I mean, nine out of ten. Like y- yeah, you can find a running find back a to, it's, you can find a running back to fit. Sorry. Yeah. I, I mean, there.
1: Melvin Gordon held out, lost money, basically lost his starting role, and proved why running backs aren't that important. So in this
0: day and age, in this age exactly, in the, the game is changing. It's a passing league. You can see it you know (laughs) wide receiver galore spreading everyone out speed kills obviously we saw with kansas city and and people are trying to mock that same same sentiment i mean damian williams was on the dolphins and really didn't do anything there and then he came to kansas city chiefs and and played great if if i was a head coach or or gm i would not pay big money for a running back that's just me Speaking of specific people I would of course, I would, obviously. Yeah.
1: Even then I'd be iffy about it. Saquon I would pay. I wouldn't. You know. I, I know you wouldn't. I wouldn't. Now speaking of uh Cooks and your boy Alexander Madison. Yes. We have a little submission of a question. Of course, you could follow us on Instagram at TTT Fantasy Football to submit your questions or YouTube comments, of course. Uh we have somebody that asked uh he asked Alexander Madison. And he got offered Harry, Nikhil Harry, Nikhil Harry, straight up. Would you taking p- it?
0: I would be on the Madison part. You're I would be on the, be ha- I on would the Harry. Be, yeah, I know I'm you're on, the on Harry. The Harry. You like Nikhil Harry? I do. I like. it like talent wise. I do for, for sure. But I'm concerned about the Patriots. You're not concerned about the Patriots. I am no, no, very no. concerned about the Patriots. Um, we'll see. They still have Edelman. Uh, I'm not saying Nikhil Harry couldn't be he has a chance to be a wide receiver one in that offense for sure especially he's going to play on the outside and Edelman's going to be playing in the slot there there is going to be an option there madison i like madison long term but i can i can understand the harry perspective for having a wide receiver long term he's going to be in the league for a very for a longer period than alexander madison cuz running backs get run through pretty quickly and he's a backup running back there is potential for harry i understand your Argument on
1: that? Yeah, I'm definitely going to take Harry on this one. Mm-hmm. You're 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 paying a lot for a backup running back. Uh, well, you're not paying him. Oh, you're t- trade wise, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, Cooks, I think he's definitely going to re-sign with the Vikings, no matter whatever that contract will be making Madison almost a near irrelevant or a non fantasy starter. So, for that reason, you might as well just take Harry and
0: see what you get out of him there. I think there could be. They could split the carries in Vikings. Uh, with with Dalvin Cook being so injury prone, Alexander Madison played very well last season. I think he definitely could get some work. I do understand your aspects, but yeah, I get it.
1: Yeah, no, Fair enough. You so- want to start with yours? Uh, we'll go with yours, okay. And then rookie and then, draft first round. Yeah, we'll go with your okay.
0: your picks, and then I'll just basically insult them the whole way through. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, number one, Clyde Edwards. I I think we're both on the same page with that one. A little bit, yeah. Uh, you know, Kansas City has a great offense. They drafted him in the first round for a reason. They want to use him. Damian Williams is still there. Um, we'll see what I, Edwards does, but his ceiling is is potentially high.
1: Yeah, I I like Clyde's ceiling. Now, I had personally Clyde Edwards and Jonathan Taylor as 1A and then 1B, as in you can go with both of them and not really feel that bad. I feel like Jonathan Taylor has a safer floor while Clyde has a higher ceiling. It just all depends on how your team is basically set up because, I mean, you're you're drafting first in fantasy. Chances are your team's pretty trash. Uh, So I would personally go with a safer pick, which would be Jonathan Taylor because I think Marlon Mack is uh, not good. And uh, disposable Overhyped Yeah exactly He was
0: very overhyped last year
1: Yeah Uh, He had a couple good games But he also had some Very bad mediocre games So I think Jonathan Taylor Has a real shot Of taking a substantial Amount of carries Not just a couple carries But a substantial amount To the point where He's actually fantasy viable Clyde Edwards I mean we saw What all Everything happened to Christian I forgot his name right He's already that Christian Thompson Or whatever his name is Darwin Thompson. You're talking about Darwin Thompson. Darwin Thompson. Yeah, everybody kind of overhyped him to the point where they were really reaching for him in three leagues. So and true, he, he had he did nothing. He Darwin Thompson is
0: a little different than Clyde Edwards. You do have capital first round capital for Clyde Edwards compared to a Darwin Thompson, which I think was a fifth round pick. Slightly different, in my opinion. But yeah, I, I understand the point. Damien Williams
1: should have been the Super Bowl MVP. He's not just going anywhere. He's not, he's not gone in that offense he's going to be an extreme extremely uh involved running back Okay. I, 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 don't, I don't really know how
0: Clyde is going to get integrated this year he will be uh, you he will be but you, you don't draft a first round running back to do that and he's on number one on the board Rashad so, Penny has you know has an opinion Carson took on that, that job exactly is Carson going to keep that job? No, probably not. No. no. <laughs> okay, no. let's go. So, we pretty much went through both of ours of the first yeah, two. Okay? okay. So, so we're going number 3. Um this Justin is This is where it starts. This is this is where it starts, correct? It starts. Justin Jefferson. I we know. we've talked about it very a lot. I like Justin Jefferson. I like him long term. I like him short term. I think with Diggs leaving, you have Adam Thielen there to teach him and help him. It's a good spot for him. Justin Jefferson I think is one of the safer wide receivers you can take in this draft. Potential-wise, I really like him. But how do you feel about Justin
1: Jefferson? The Vikings do not pass the ball. They have a very conservative quarterback. And assuming that Justin Jefferson is anywhere near the talent of Stefan Diggs really shows how irrelevant, in my opinion, Justin Jefferson will be. I mean, I mean, how many times have the Vikings gone a game throwing under 20 passes? How many times have they gone throwing only 10 passes? There's only so many targets to go around on that team. Last time, I, I, After Laquan Treadwell, I have
0: no faith in their ability to draft a wide receiver. I mean, I can understand that. Jefferson's a different animal, in my opinion. But why don't we go to your number three, which is? I put Jerry Judy as I would, my number three. I, let's hear it.
1: I just like him. I think he's in an offense that, that really suits his needs.
0: So if, if anyone follows me, Jerry Judy is a very talented wide receiver. and In my opinion, you can argue the best wide receiver in the draft. Um, the landing spot was not the greatest. We're talking about volume there. You have Drew Locke, which has very high potential to be a good quarterback. You also got Melvin Gordon there. I mean, you have Noah Fant. You have Cortland Sutton that came around. It, he does have a lot of things around him. Am I going to say Jerry Judy... I mean, Jerry Judy's five. He's a fifth for me. Okay. So, I mean, he's not he's not off. low. We're not far We're not off. Far. But he is going to have a slow start, in my opinion. Sutton is the number one there. He showed that last year. He played very well. Noah Fant, they're going to try to work him in the system. Uh, KJ Hamler is someone they drafted as well as a rookie. They have a lot of weapons there, and you have a good running back with Melvin Gordon. So, we'll go from there. Yeah, we'll see. All right, fair enough.
1: go with yours.
0: CeeDee Lamb. I mean, he's one of the top three running back or wide receivers, that, like we were talking about. I mean, Jerry Judy, you have Justin Jefferson, you have CeeDee Lamb, you know, Henry Ruggs as well. You can put him in there as well. But CeeDee Lamb is very talented on a very good offense. Yes, they are probably run first if, if you want to say. You got They're Zeke there, first. Dax there. You also have Amari Cooper. And you know, don't forget Gallup. Gallup is still there. So there's a exactly. lot of mouse to feed, but there is a lot of talent there with C D Lamb. That's why he's number four for me.
1: Exactly. He he is so talented. I yeah. just hate his landing spot so it's, much. It's and, not a good and, landing and, spot. And it's not like we're it's uh Higgins, where AJ Green's gone, and then eventually he'll be there. So it, it, it's feasible that you draft him long term. Yeah. They just re-signed Cooper. I mean, Gallup is still young. They just re-signed Gallup. Zeke. I think is
0: twenty-four. Yeah, every, Cooper's every, every, twenty-five, so probably young turning twenty-six.
1: Yeah. It's like, when is he going to get a shot? He has to really beat out some talented players in order to do that. And even still, Zeke is going to get his. So
0: I. Uh, there's a lot of mouths to feed in that Dallas He's offense. He's not even in my top 12. Okay. You can you can argue yeah, that. Yeah. You can you can argue that. For sure. You can argue it, it that. It
1: maybe because I just kind of overskipped it. You at might. the time I made that, <laughs> but but at the same time, like
0: even now, like I realize that like he would still be like at the cusp of like 10 12. To, to me, we might have might do our drafts a little bit different. Rookie rankings Yes, I I consider where they landed, but I also... Talent is is very key for me. For me... Talent is very key for me.
1: Where they landed is 90% of what I go off of. Talent, I feel like it means, of course, the 10%. But scheme trumps everything, in my opinion.
0: Good argument. Let's go. Uh, So, so
1: for me, number three, uh, I put... number Yeah, number three. Yeah. I put Cam Akers. I decided to go with the Rams running back because... Uh, I feel like his landing spot was really good. He's going to go in a run-first offense. There's no real competition ahead of him. I mean, everybody other than Todd Gurley was immensely underwhelming when Todd Gurley is not there. That offense just it doesn't look efficient or productive at all. So, I mean, if Cam Akers can be semi-decent, that's his starting role. You might as well take it.
0: Yeah, I mean you have Malcolm Brown there you have Daryl Henderson there uh, cam Akers, is is a it's it is a very good spot I, I'm I mean that's a good landing spot for him he's a very talented running back. Um, I think they are going to mix it up a little bit but if cam Akers comes out as the lead running back he's going be he's gonna be good and good for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five Jerry Judy. I mean, I don't need to get that far into it. Very talented wide receiver, uh, probably one of the best route runners. Justin Jefferson's probably close behind him in this draft. Um, Safer guy. He's going to be around for a long time. Good player. There is a lot of mouths to feed in that Broncos offense Um, with Sutton and Judy and Fant as we went over before. I don't think we need to dive any further into that. Uh,
1: I, I mean, I agree he should be very high up there, but I'd prefer J.K. Dobbins.
0: I mean, Jerry Judy's your second on the board, so you can't really say that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Good effort. Nice try. Huh? Good effort nice try trying uh? to throw some spice yeah, on nice there, nice dude. Nice Threw it a little back at you. Sorry. So, <laughs> I mean, Jake,
1: I mean, the Ravens, they, they run a enormous amount. So, Mark Ingram's there. True. But they have already said they're going to have four running backs on that roster, and they're going to utilize all of them. Say they do one for every quarter. Chances are they'll be winning in the fourth, so he'll get carries. I mean, that's like your worst-case scenario. I mean,
0: Justice Hill is going to be that change of pace back, right? Uh, Mark Ingram's getting older. We see what happens to running backs when they're getting older. They kind of fall off a cliff sometimes. Um, J.K. Dobbins is a a very solid pick Mm. at your – Technically your five spot, but Technically. you know uh, he's at my seven spot. Um, great pick. I mean, it's going to be a good offense for a while, especially when you have Lamar Jackson back there. If he gets a starting role, it's really going to help him with that dual threat yeah. that Lamar Jackson helps out with. And their defense is very good. They're going to be up in games a lot. They're going to be able to run that ball.
1: Yeah, I fully agree. That's why I feel like you got to secure running backs a little bit earlier than you would like sometimes. Even if you are reaching at number five, I feel like. Sometimes you just have
0: to go ahead. I look at this pick and honestly, I'm a little, I'm a little sad about it. Let's hear it. I don't, I don't think I really even want it. I'm going to change it. No way. I'm changing it. I'm just going to keep JK Dobbins at six. Okay. So I'm dropping who it was probably out of the first round. Can can I say who it is? Say it. Say it.
1: Deandre Swift. I'll be honest.
0: I had to look him up. Oh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift is is a talented running back. The landing spot is not the greatest. You have Kerryon Johnson, which he's talented, can't stay healthy. That Lions offense. Sucks. Maybe not <laughs> sucks. It just it just
1: can't support the running game. It's a weird offense. We'll say that. When's the last time they had a good running back? Barry Sanders? Yeah. They still have Bo Scarborough. Consistent,
0: your boy Blunt. You love Terrible. your, you love I, your hey, boy you, boy. You,
1: you needed six points. He will got
0: you six point one. He'll get you one yard and one touchdown. That was the best. I love that. Oh my god, <laughs> makes me barf. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dobbins was my sixth. Uh, Swift, I'll drop down. He'll, he'll probably be a little later. Yeah. Um, you, your turn. All right, okay. who's yeah. your guy? So, so in my sixth or my sixth, I put
1: uh, Jalen Rieger, and we we argued this one pretty heavily beforehand. Yeah. I think Jalen Rieger regardless of talent, is in the best case scenario for an NFL offense. He has a great quarterback in Carson Wentz, and they have a solid offense, and he has no competition around him. If Deshaun Jackson is your competition, you are the number one wide receiver. If J.J. Arcega-White said is your competition, you're the number one receiver. Yeah, that was a
0: bust. Or Sega, it's it's not working it out not for him look, right there. So he does not he, look very good. I mean,
1: you could go with the Vikings theory that I pointed out earlier. Is that they just can't draft wide
0: receivers? So maybe he's trash. But he, he's just <laughs> su-
1: such he's in such a good spot. He's
0: in a good landing spot. Ertz is going to be that number one wide receiver. Er, Ertz is obviously a tight end, but Ertz is going to be that main target. You, he's going to be on the field. Goddard is going to be a main target as well. Um, Alshon, if he ever gets on the field, he'll be there. Um, but yes, Rieger has a good amount of potential. He is very talented. He is a talented, and it is good. It is a very good landing spot as well. And if that offense can get situated, Wentz can not get hurt, um, he would be a good long-term pick. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to get production out of him quickly and longevity of it. So my next guy is Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs? At number seven. That one. Okay. Um. Obviously with the Oakland Raiders, they don't really have any weapons on the wide receiver front. And it seems like everyone's getting hurt. I forgot to tell you, um, Lynn Bowden. I know oh, some yeah. people know him or not. <laughs> some people know him or not. We talked about a curse, a Raiders curse. And I'm, I'm a Raiders fan. So Lynn Bowden got raided in his house <laughs> by the police. Um, and it was, I guess for someone who was selling drugs in the house. Supposedly he is not involved how are
1: you not involved? As, as it was we, in your premise. As
0: we hear this now, um, you can comment on the bottom if you have more information. I only got so much. Um, but, yeah, I, I, Raiders can't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> like I, if, if you watch our last episode, we went over hot takes. I said that Raiders wide receiving core is cursed. It's not that far off. I mean, and looks what happened. I mean, he's more of a running back, quarterback slash wide receiver. He's a little bit of everything, but technically, he's a little wide receiver too. So wide receiver's on that title, you know. So, oh god. But Henry Ruggs uh, is going to try and be that number one. Try to be a Marquise Brown there. We'll see if Derek Carr can can uh, throw him the ball deep and not dink and dunk like an Alex Smith. But we will go from there. He is very talented. Runs a four two seven explosive guy i mean he he's very high potential yeah rugs i mean i actually you had him at seven also
1: so i mean we're gonna be in agreement there i mean assuming he's healthy i mean he did puncture his yeah die so uh in my opinion his best attribute is not his speed it is his hands which is uh he he catches the ball away from him he doesn't it doesn't hit his chest he uses his hands to catch that ball like a possession receiver would. So I, I I just think he's an overall overall great talent. I just don't like his landing spot because I don't believe in that team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I am a Raider fan, and I do not have a lot of faith in Carr, to be totally honest with you. Um, so <laughs> you're grinning over there. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will go on to the next one. Cam Akers is mine. Oh, okay. You know, right. I, like we talked about earlier, great landing spot has really good potential to start being a starter this year. That's yeah, it.
1: exactly. So I have Justin Jefferson in my spot. So we, mm-hmm. if you know, if we flip it, then we, Oh we wow. We, we nailed it right yeah, there. So We're we complete. It, so, off. Okay. So, okay. So, I mean, I'd rather have Justin Jefferson there. Okay. Of course. Well, obviously yeah. I mean, you, we, I already insulted him enough. Mm-hmm. So I'll
0: let you go on with the next pick. Oh my god! I see your I see your next pick, and I'm just I'm just shaking my head so hard right now. Um, Michael Pittman, okay, okay. Michael Pittman, the Colts played for USC. Big body, obviously. You might know the name. Michael Pittman Jr. was running back for the Buccaneers. Uh, won a Super Bowl there, if I remember correctly, with John Gruden. Yeah, Raider guy. Um, so Michael Pittman, big body, very physical, good hands. He is going to the Colts, obviously, with Phillip Rivers. that can throw the ball a decent amount. Do we believe in T.Y. Hilton is my first question. No. Okay, so to me, this Uh. is a perfect spot for someone to come in, big body, really make plays, Pittman long-term. He's going to be a safe wide receiver. Perfect pick for me. I have him a lot higher than most people. Pittman is my guy
1: yeah he's not even on my list why because I don't believe in that offense I don't believe in Philip Rivers I don't think he'll see the field much with Philip Rivers and since he's on a one deal contract that means you're gonna have to worry about his future what quarterback do they have as a future they don't so
0: so uh, you're going so my question is you're going against probably one of the best offensive lines yes he has an offensive line and you hate T.Y. Hilton I hate T.Y. Hilton who's going to catch the ball um. Someone has to catch the ball. Someone has to catch the ball. They, it, dra- even they drafted if, people last year. Yeah, Paris Campbell, Paris which Campbell. was hurt and couldn't stay on the field. Which is mm. he's kind of like a Ty Hilton, but slightly different. Very electric wide receiver from Ohio State.
1: Right now they don't have a. They have Philip Rivers, who we 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 kind of
0: agree that we don't like him. I think he's not a fan, but he will throw the ball up. Obviously he he's getting older. He's, he's not the greatest quarterback. Exactly. And then um, you worried
1: about the future of
0: him. Yeah. I, I can understand that. And for sure.
1: I, I worry about the coaching staff. It's not like a plug and play coaching staff. It's not like a Belichick. It's not like a Shanahan. It's not like a John Harbaugh. It's not like a, you know, one of those elite offenses where you're like, Oh, you know, he's gone. That's cool. The backup can fill in that. Scheme. We're going to, we're going to see Belichick this year. We're going to see, we're going to see
0: the, we're going to see the real Belichick. Here. Belichick so, right I mean, we're, We'll see if he shows up or so, not. So I think we're going to be talking about this all year. We're gonna it's going to th- be great. It's going to be interesting It's going to be great. Gonna we'll gonna be, be watching every single Patriots game. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh it's, yeah. It's Red zone, good. where you at. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Your next pick? So uh, I actually have Joey Burrow. Quarterback this early. Quarterback this early. Yeah. So, I okay. mean, of course, we probably should have said this in the beginning. This is a half-point PPR little mock draft. Okay. Uh, we, we probably should have said this earlier. That just cleared my mind. Um, but still, regardless, I will put Joey Burrow eighth because he is just in a good offense right now. Where, where he they upgraded the O line, they got the receiving core, coaching staff showed a little bit, a little bit of promise in that offense. They got running back in Joe Mixon, who is a very good receiving back and a great rusher, of course. Yeah. So I uh, I feel like if there
0: is a quarterback
1: in this draft that can succeed and help your team out, it is Joey Burrow.
0: Yeah, I mean, Zach Taylor is going to get that offense to where he needs it. There's a lot of talent around him everywhere. They gave him whatever he could. Technically, they have another first-round pick from last year because the offensive lineman got hurt and was exactly. out all year. So, the offensive line will be better. Joe Mixon is very good receiving back. You also have Giov- Giovanni Bernard as a receiving back. He has talent everywhere. So he, they gave him everything to be able to progress and get to where he needs to, especially with a good head coach and offensive-minded head coach. So that is very high potential for Burrow. For me, it's just a little too, a little too early for a quarterback. But I can definitely see the potential in. You know, long-term, especially if you need a guy. Uh,
1: of course, if this is a super flex, Joey Burrow is probably number one overall.
0: Uh, yeah, Burrow and Tua would, would be up there pretty high. Yeah, I mean, so. a, super league, you're going for court, young quarterbacks right away because yeah. it's very limited in your options.
1: Okay, um, let me hear your next pick.
0: T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Okay, I mean, I don't mind this because I really like T. Higgins, but go ahead. You know, T. Higgins, I think he's going to fit into the A.J. Green uh, role when A.J. Green is gone, which will be next year if he's even on the field this year i mean he's had injury concerns galore but he'll be able to learn from aj green which is a very good wide receiver very polished wide receiver but he just can't get on the field (laughs) um and he can really make a good rapport with his new rookie quarterback joe burrow and you know he's going to try to find someone that he is go to Mm -hmm. long term
1: Now, my issue with T. Higgins is that I feel like if A.J. Green has a solid year, he's going to be back with the Bengals. Even if he's not, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, running game, questionable quarterback. I mean, obviously, I believe in him, but we have to see it to believe it. So I'm going to put a questionable quarterback on there to the point where how much volume can T. Higgins actually get?
0: We'll, we'll I, find out. I put, I
1: put him on the little. Uh, what do we call it? Where's T. Higgins at in your rankings? He is. I have him tenth. Okay, tenth. I'm not too far off. Mm. In my in in your in my ninth. Technically, plot. I'm lower than you. Technically. Well, yeah, but you also you gotta catch also up a you, you also switched a little. So, true. So true. 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 So I I have Brandon Ayuk. In my spot, and that's you're ve- very high on. You. I'm very high because one, I I think he's great. Two, I think he landed in a great spot in a great offense. Three, I just feel like there's no real competition ahead of him other than George Kittle to get some receipt uh, to to get some yak. Kittle's know? Kittle's gonna get his. Kittle's Does get his. Debo step up? We this don't is the real question. Debo had a lot of fumbles,
0: so I mean, uh, he, Dante he Pettis be is pretty much irrelevant. I hate Dante uh, Pettis. at this point. Um, it's gonna be a high volume running game, but I mean, he's gonna have a lot of opportunity. For sure, and I, mm. I I do agree with that.
1: I mean, we saw in the Super Bowl the Niners went sweep after sweep after sweep with uh you know wide receiver bubble screens. They just uh, their their offense is just so wide with a lot of variety that that it, that Ayuk doesn't have to be a phenomenal pass catcher for you to get fantasy points. He can get it through the uh through
0: yeah pretty much PPR half PPR. He's gonna get a lot of receptions. So yeah, a
1: short. Yeah. He he could be anything from an Edelman to a Tyreek Hill. Probably not obviously mm-hmm. up there, but but he, he I feel
0: like he has that uh that ceiling. Um so my next why don't we get through your list a little bit more.
1: Oh, right. so it sounds
0: like you like my so list. So you got it. Oh, <laughs> sounds like you like it. <laughs> you as sure. like it, you mm-hmm. admire it. Definitely that's definitely not true. Yes. You do. Why don't you go to your boy Higgins? Because we already kind of went. Okay, there. so we went to T. Higgins. Yeah.
1: I like him. That's where he would be normally. Number 10. Uh, number 11, I have Keyshawn Van. Vaughn. Vaughn.
0: Van Gogh. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Obviously, Ronald Jones is there. Um, there's a lot of potential for Keyshawn to be able to take some role off of Ronald Jones, which has underperformed pretty drastically. Yeah. As of very like, disappointing. You know, on a very high powered offense, in my opinion, is going to be a very good offense. Uh, so there is potential for him to fit in almost immediately, but we'll see if they want to stick with Ronald Jones or not.
1: Yeah. I mean, with, with Tom Brady and the weapons on the outside, they're going to face, in my opinion, very little stacked boxes. And if you just don't have a stacked box, Tom Brady is typically smart enough to audible to the run. Yeah. And if if they have underperforming running backs, then Keyshawn is going to say, hey, what's good, guys? Put me
0: in, coach. So what you're saying is Bill Belichick doesn't audible. Tom Brady audible. It's not Belichick. Oh, okay. So you're saying they're going to need Tom Brady in for the Patriots? No. Or is it another quarterback just going to fit in just audible when Tom Brady does?
1: Hey, when Tom Brady's been hurt, they've had other quarterbacks in, and they've still won football games.
0: We're going to find out. I'm excited. We're going to find out, and I hope the Patriots just, I hope it's like a fire. Matt Castle won 11
1: games with them, all right? You think they're going to win
0: 11 games? Uh, maybe not 11,
1: but they're winning football games. How many? Nine. Oof. Nine. Say seven and nine. They can't be seven and nine. Right. Seven and ten. There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: So you think nine and ten? Nine and ten. Is that bad? That's pretty well, good. Well, 9 and 10. What's 9 and 10? Nine, well, that's nine. 19. No, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Got him. Um, Keyshawn Vaughn's uh, my number 12. I agree with you on that. Um, I'm going to go DeAndre Swift is going to be number 11. Just talent-wise, do we think that Johnson is actually going to be able to do anything there or be healthy at all? Probably not. Probably not at all. Uh, I just went talent wise. DeAndre Swift. It's my pick.
1: DeAndre Swift is good. It's just he's in a bad spot. That they the Lions are always pass first. That's just their their culture ever since the Lions were a thing. They've never had a good running back, and that's not because of the running back. It's just because of the system just doesn't work in their favor. I don't want him feel it yeah it's your last one my last is denzel mims just because i like him that's a, <laughs> that, uh, that 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 uh, was uh, that was literally your it, case. yeah i just
0: really like him all right G- give me an argument against it <laughs> don't uh, have one I'll, I'll leave it there yeah it's we good. all good anything to add uh my picks are just so much better than yours <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out
1: <laughs> all right guys remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel, like comment, And if you're listening from the podcast, make sure to leave a rating and let us know what you think or what you want us to do for our next episode. Exactly. Other than that, good luck, everybody.
0: See you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the top tier tactics, fantasy football podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.